Hey guys, welcome to the Bagged Broadcast, episode number 415. I'm Chris. I'm John. And I'm Paul. And we're a weekly podcast that comes to you in three ways. The first being, though, we can bring you the top geek stories of the past week. Next is the queue, the items that we are looking forward to watching in the f- upcoming week. Is that the list? I thought we all agreed we are going to do the queue. Yeah, I was, just, I was just addressing the fact that, like, whoa, we're doing something different. Yeah. yeah. But something we always out. do is our main topic, and this week it's time for John Boy trivia again. Yeah. Trivia all about John. Guess what? He all has blue eyes. Guess the, what? Oh, Paul, I know bluest. he has a book about the rocks and minerals of New York State <laughs> next to him, so get ready to answer the uh, question. It's... It's actually filled with rocks and minerals. It's actually of New filled York. with rocks and minerals. It's not. Oh. And yeah. then you got to guess at which one it is, guys. Which one is this? Anthracite. You got to. Li- you got to lick them all. Yep. That's actually how you can tell. Granite. Mm. Between a lot of them. You know what we should be tasting instead of rocks, though. <laughs> the minerals in our beer. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Paul, you're you're doing something special today. Yeah, I want to uh, donate blood as I do every fifty-six days, and this uh, this time, unfortunately, uh, my iron count was a little low, so I wasn't able to donate. But I was prepared because uh, I because uh, after giving alcohol, you you shouldn't drink. After giving blood, you after, shouldn't drink. Yeah, not giving alcohol. <laughs> after giving after giving alcohol is what I usually do when I give my blood. But after uh, yeah, before giving blood and also after giving blood, you shouldn't be drinking alcohol. So uh, I, I stocked up on some NA beers, and I'm starting off with uh, Lagunitas Hop Water. This is our hoppy refresher, and I have to say, this has like a, uh, you know that hop-flavored candy you, you got, John? It yeah. it tastes like that, and I'm not enjoying it. Mm-hmm. It's not really. It's a little. It's got a little like off-putting sweetness. Like you see, I like the, I like hop candy, but I don't think I would like a liquid hop candy. Right. It's got a kind of I, artificially sweetness to it, which I don't think is an artificial sweetener in it. I just think whatever brewer's yeast is in there is just making it taste a little sweeter than I want. See, I love the I love it. It's so tropically refreshing. Like I could I could easily drink a bottle of that or two in a sitting. Yeah, I, you know, since we've been talking, I'm basically through it. Well, it's yeah. just water. Yeah, it's just water. Yeah, it's just it's it's water with brewer's yeast and and hops to it. Basically, mm-hmm. I think is all it is. Yeah, yeah, gluten free, uh, calorie free, uh, alcohol free. Has some potassium, so there we go. Okay, um, mm-hmm. but yeah, dried hops. Yeah, it's kind of got a like, more cotton candy flavor to it. I think. Um, yeah, it's not. I don't know. I, it's not something that I would go back to. Five, I think, six bucks for a four pack. Yeah, five ninety nine. You know, uh, not a yeah. horrible price, but I'm just not a great price. It could be cheaper. Yeah, but it's at this point, I'd rather just drink a seltzer water because this is also carbonated. Uh, I, I find seltzer water a little bit more refreshing, and I'll put a couple drops of uh, some bitters in it and mix that up and be like, oh, it's a n- low alcohol, no alcohol kind of thing. It says, uh, ooh, it says Spear Beaks Meeple Pumble. 
inside of here. Mm. And on the inside of the label, uh, which is fun because I think their one of their catchphrases is "beer speaks, people mumble." But okay, yeah. So somebody save me. Who, who's, who else is drinking? Uh, I'm I'm having a uh, beer from uh, New Belgium Brewery. This is their Voodoo Ranger Experimental IPA that comes in their Voodoo Ranger variety pack, IPA pack. Um, and I didn't see or I can't find what hops they're using that makes this an experimental IPA. Oh, yeah, you got a little boo-boo there, Paul. Well, that's that's what I said. I keep on itching it and opening it right back up. Um, Sorry. Uh, uh Another John fact for you, I do not react to mosquito bites. So when people say, like, oh, my mosquito bite's super itchy or I've been scratching them, I don't understand that because I don't react to them. That's a great positive mutation there, John. I know. It's great. Uh, But this is actually a really nice, super drinkable IPA. Um, It's kind of got that little bit of a um, butteriness on the palate, which kind of you, I would think that you get maybe from like um, sriracha hops, and then it's got this really nice pepperiness to it. Um, the two really go well together in this beer. Um, when I first opened it and I, I smelled it, it just kind of smelled like a regular IPA, and I was like, oh, okay, it's just going to be a, an IPA. But um, yeah, it's got a lot of nice character to it. That peppery. Um, isn't something you often get in IPAs lately. You know, you had a little bit here and there back when we first started drinking, but no, I like it. This is really nice. Something I think is really nice is actually my beer coming from Stone Brewing. This is their Notorious P.O.G. Uh, P.O.G. Pog. If Pog sounds familiar, you're probably a child of the 90s and played Pogs in school or at the playground. Uh, POGS actually stands for Passion Fruit, Orange, and Guava. And the POG discs themselves were under the caps of the bottles of the juice, uh, native to Hawaii. But Stone actually brewed this beer. It's a Berliner Berliner Weiss-style ale with added Passion Fruit, Orange, and Guava. Uh, And I read this story about the making of this beer uh, on the back of the can. And this is actually something that they had originally brewed for their... Hopcon 4.0. This was actually brewed in collaboration with comedian actor Jonah Ray Rodriguez. And that sounds vaguely familiar. Jonah is the new uh, Mike or Joel on Netflix's take of Mystery Science Theater 3000. Nice. Yeah, so again, Celebrity Beer. Didn't know about this one. Going to pick it for my (laughs) quiz. Uh, But... This, when they had their HopCon, where it's basically like all their brew houses coming together, brewing like small batch stuff, uh, Notorious Pog had the longest line of the night. And they're like, okay, well, we've probably got something special here. This is the beer that, you know, everyone's like, oh, we got to try it. We got to try it. They canned it. They put it out. I drank almost a full one of these when we were doing our pre-show banter, just getting ready for the episode. And I was like, oh, my gosh, I'm I'm already done with this. I, I need to get another one for the actual show. Uh this is super crushable. It's a nice, tart, crisp taste. This would be perfect on a hot day. Uh, I'm trying to find the ABV on it. 4.7%. So it's something you could probably crush a couple of them. I mean, I've had like one and a half in the hour we've been talking now almost. Uh, it's delightful. I, I really dig this one. 
when I went to Stone Brewery when we were in California, um, out of all the stuff they had, and they had some other specialty stuff, Caitlin had ordered that, and that was the beer that I I thought was the best. Because Caitlin was just like, well, what should I get? I'm just going to get one beer. I'm going to drink half of it, give you the rest, and then I got um, a flight. I got a flight. And out of everything on the flight, I just was like, that beer is way better. Like, it was the best. And then I they, they, weren't, they weren't crowlering it, and they said they were canning it. And I was like, oh, I'll, I'll, I'll see if I can get it. And they said it should be in stores in the next couple days, and we were going to be in California for, like, four more days. And I was like, do you think the Stone uh, restaurant brewery in the airport would have it and they're like yeah without a doubt uh but (laughs) but when i went to get it i was like oh i'd I'd like to get this and they're like are you flying and i was like yeah and they're like uh yeah i don't think you can take it on the plane with you and i was like ah fuck was the restaurant like before you go through security or after i don't remember He drank the whole six-pack there. Because if you could check it, that'd be great. But um, it could just be a throwback to when we first started doing this. And, like, the beers I had from Stone were just so so big and abrasive. When I think Stone, I just think that, like, aggressive hop flavor. And it could be because this isn't that. Or maybe I just haven't had enough Stone stuff since then. Because I know I've had some of the Enjoy Buys or Enjoy Afters. But this is fantastic. Like, this is a great summer beer. Probably about like four or five years ago, Stone, like Stone's mentality was like, you don't like our beer, that's your problem. We're making beer for us. And their philosophy, I think, slightly changed because they saw the market changing. And they, I feel like they're really making beer for people, like mm-hmm. to, to enjoy. Um, and you see that with a lot of the stuff they're doing, you know, they just put out like a, they put out a lime lager. They, they've been changing stuff up. Um, their variety packs, they'll have like, right now it's like a summer tiki pack and it doesn't even have like any of their flagships in it. It's all like this new beer, this beer, Paul, the, um, the scorpion, scorpion bowl you bowl. had was in it, you know? Yeah. But That's what steered me away from that variety pack. I'm like, eh, I, I don't like the Scorpion Bowl. It's okay. It wasn't. Yeah, but yeah. I, I'm just saying is like they're not a brewery that's like we got to have Stone IPA in every variety pack. Yeah, they're not Sam Adams where your variety pack the two beers in it are Sam 76 Boston Lager and then you get two other other beers. Mm-hmm. Like they'll give you the beer that makes sense for the pack that they're making. And it's only two bottles of those two different beers that you were actually yeah. bought the variety pack for. And you're like, all right, now yeah. I got a six pack of but Boston Lager. Same gets you. Know. But, but yeah, it, the POG is fantastic. It's, it's great. But back to like the Sam pack, I think those beers are for the people that don't branch out and try to drink craft beer. So like they're buying it because it's like, oh, it's got some of my savor savor favorite Sam Adams beers in there and like, Oh, I have these two black and brew beers. I'm like, we'll try those, you know? And like you have them with your other friend that only drinks Boston lager. And then you're like, Oh, coffee beer. 
Uh, I'd say yes to a point, but I've had like these older guys that are like, I love Sam Adams, but God damn, I can't drink another Boston lager. Like they keep giving it to me. And you, you see people doing all the time or they'll pick up the pack. Cause I'm standing there when people are, are shopping. Uh, cause it's my job to sell beer. And they're like, uh, this has got Boston lager in it. They always have Boston lager in it. And then they'll go and get something else. I mean, Boston lager is not bad, but like, I don't, I'll, it's in every single. I'll buy it in purgatory. Like that's it's fine there, but yeah, don't keep don't keep giving it to me. Yeah. Can I and ask now, you like, is that older gentleman's uh, name, uh, John Goodman, like when he's doing his southern character? Because it's kind no, of sounds like. It, you is that like, what I sound like? Yeah, yeah, that's pretty that. good. I'll never be able to do that voice yeah. again. So I can never be like, "Hey, I'm John. Go- I'm Southern John Goodman." <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that wasn't it at all. It wasn't it at no. all. No. No. <laughs> Um, I di- I didn't think so. Yeah, you you were you f- for further away Paul. from it than you thought. Um, <laughs> well, my my grandmother though, like every time we used to you know go to a brewery or something, and she would try beers, and she'd be like, "Oh, that's nice," but I like Sam Adams. Like I think those brew packs are made for like my dead grandmother because she she would like she would like to drink the Boston Lager or like the. Whatever else they throw in. I don't even remember now, but yeah. I I just like, for now on, I'll just like, oh, you like Boston Lager? This beer's for ghosts. Hops. Bruce. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> someone else died recently. <laughs> oh, news card. <laughs> Grant Imahara. My grandmother died two years ago. I'm just saying. I, they had to try to segue somehow. Yeah. Found a way to make it died today. <laughs> Found a way to oh. try to make it work. John just left. I don't know. He what just that left means. Here. Uh, But uh, yeah, uh, Grant Imahara, you may know him from MythBusters. He was one. Of, I want to call them the interns. I don't know what their official title was, but it was him. They were uh, the B team. They, yeah, they the tested out the smaller. The smaller of the uh, explosions that were going to happen on that show. Uh, he later moved over onto Netflix. He had also done work, though, in like the miniatures department for uh, Lucasfilm. He was at ILM. Uh, but yeah, just died suddenly in the middle of last night. Uh, 49 years old. I don't know if they found like a cause of death or if they've reported anything, but... This one stung. This one stung. I mean, Paul, you were like a Mythbusters, like, oh, make it at home kind of guy. So I, I can see that hitting a little yeah. bit harder for you. You know, it just, you know, he was only 49. Like, I didn't really enjoy the White uh, Rabbit Project on Netflix. Uh, but I I really did enjoy Netflix, or uh, Mythbusters. And just, it's so, such a weird thing to think he's gone. Like, uh, I still watch Tested on YouTube, uh, Adam Savage's uh, show. Uh, not that Cranon Manahara, he might have been on a one or two uh, episodes there, but I think I saw him on an episode or two. Yeah, um, it, it's not like I, I was following everything he's doing, but it's just weird that he's you know so young to be gone. Like, it just I don't know. It, it bummed me out a little. I'm, I'm not going to say I was like, oh guys, oh, but I was like, really? Huh? This is. I mean, it's. Not, I mean, he's he's 11 years older than me, 12 years older than you, Paul. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, it's... I, How many robots getting, have you built in your life, John? You gotta catch up. 
I've only imaginary done the, ones or real ones. I've done the Lego set as a kid that had the robot, like the mechanical, you know, that had the little thing in an erector set, but with the little motors in them. But that's it. Not real robots. You know. But yeah, I mean, for me, like, it wasn't a big loss, but it was kind of one of more of those, like, those surprising, because I was like, oh, like, I used to love Mythbusters. I never sat down and watched every single episode of it, but it was one of those shows, if I was flipping through and I saw it on, like, I don't know what channel was it? Discovery. 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 Okay. Yeah, if I saw it on, it moved like, over oh. to... It oh, they're doing all Bond to... stuff. Okay, I'll watch this. Like, it was just a great, fun show, and he did bring a good energy to it. So, yeah. That's it. It's on Netflix for a while, and I really enjoyed having that on Netflix because it was just, oh, pop on an episode. It's great. You know? I, I found I got more bored with it on Netflix. I think because it, I'd seen so many, but it was also like, I don't know, just get to it, guys. Like... Oh, yeah, because it cuts away from did, the commercial break all the time, and it's like... Well, uh, yeah, but they guys. do a lot of... They do, they do a lot of chit-chat. I want to watch you build it, and I want to watch it explode, or drop it 50 feet, or, you know, shoot that big gun. Mm-hmm. But I don't want all the... Uh, Jamie's really going to be upset when he sees what I've done. <laughs> and then that... That dude with the stupid beret and mustache is like, mm, mm, I, th- I don't know I think, about uh, that. I think I'm going to have the best uh, thing that's going to happen, and uh, you know he's really going to be upset what I do. He kind of went Kermit at the end there. I don't. Know, he's he had kind of that voice. Yeah. But yeah, uh, well, it's, I mean, it's it's sad to see anyone die. Something someone else will be saying goodbye to uh, Netflix's. Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. Going away, we'll have an abridged season four. Uh, I'm okay with this. I like the comics. I liked the first season. I like the characters. I like the overarching plot, but there's just something about the execution of the show. I don't have guilty pleasure like watches or reads. Like I don't think you should ever feel guilty about something that you like mm-hmm. but this would probably be the closest thing i have to a guilty pleasure because i know it's not good there's <laughs> nothing like redeeming about it but there's still something there like there's that spark that's like oh like i like hilda and zelda in this like they're fun mm-hmm. sabrina's okay when she's not singing and de- doing dance routines because well that's what happened in the last season for some reason there's a lot of dance routines uh i like her cousin I like that Salem's like this weird demon cat. There's pieces that I like from this show. I don't know if I'm going to miss it, though. All I have to say is every time I've watched Sabrina since, like, the after the first half season, I'm like, gosh darn, Sabrina. Don't do it that way. Why are you... Why? Oh, because, why? I mean, that's, that's like, the thread through the whole series, though. Like, it's always Sabrina being like, well, you told me not to do this way. So I'm going to do it this but way. She's, but she's not as good as, like, a Doctor Who character or a Batman character, and I know those are both male characters, but, you know, um, but where they get away with it, and, like, it turns out even better. Like, their plan was the, the actual correct and right plan all along. Um, like, in I will say, though, like, Sabrina does have that aspect, but then there's consequences to it, which I kind of like, because then later you and I was like, no, like, there is a cost to the things you do, 
that's why we don't do them that way. Yeah. Um, and it's a little bit of like bratty kid, you know, she's that like, I'm a kid. I know everything. And then every time it's like every episode, she's humbled by the fact that she doesn't know everything, but then really she doesn't like learn it, for, it by the next episode. Yeah. And it's true, Paul. Like, it's like, I enjoyed the first season. Second season, I slogged through because my what my wife really loved it. I enjoyed like the special they ran between them, and then that second season, like there was just too much. It was every episode was going towards the finale. There wasn't like a monster of the week episode kind of a thing, and I think that's what I missed about it. I kind of wanted more of that monster of the week. And you know, per episode, and then the third season, I, my wife was like, oh, "Can we watch it?" And I'm like, mm, "No." And she's like, "Can we watch it today?" I'm like, "I'm pretty sure you can just watch it without me, babe." Like, uh, I don't. You didn't happen to see the one where uh, the one episode where Hilda was turning into a spider? I did. Yes, because that's the episode. I was like, "Yeah, it's just I'll keep watching it, but I'm not gonna like it." <laughs> yeah, it was. It, I'd catch it here and there because she'd be like, "Oh, I just got fifteen minutes less of left of this episode," and I'd be like, "Whatever." But yeah, I just I couldn't do season three and season four. I don't think like with the whole time loop thing where there's two, yeah, there's two Sabrinas, one ruling hell, one with her friends. Like, nah. But I do like. The like her cousin and I'm blanking out her name, but like <laughs> no, her, like her cousin, like patience, like when they were like trying to hunt down like her like Ambrose dead, and, dead. Uh, Ambrose, thank you. And they're like trying to hunt down like Father Blackmore and like for me that was an interesting story. Like I I could watch more of that, but then at the end <clears> of the season, like they kind of like separated those two characters out. But I think I mean there was hints at the last one where they're going to be bringing in like the. Chilling Adventures, like, Old Gods as, like, the kind of big threat, but I don't know. I'll I'll watch it. I'm, I'm not going to pretend I'm not. But yeah. Mm-hmm. I, another uh, Riverdale spinoff show, Katie Keene, just got cancelled. I'm not familiar with it at all, but I guess she was a character that appeared in Riverdale and got her own spinoff show. They cancelled that, so now I guess people are kind of like, oh, what's, what's going to be up with Riverdale? I don't know. Uh, that's another show people seem to watch it but I don't know if anyone actually likes it yeah yeah and uh, we didn't talk about it but Chris you're picking dramatic reading for me oh we did not talk about it I, will I just pick have to say Riverdale I watched the first two episodes of it and it was just so soap opery and like not it didn't have that kind of fun to it it was like it didn't have the Mark Wade fun yeah it didn't it was like, oh, it's trying to be Twin Peaks a little bit. It's trying to be like 90210 a little bit. Or Melrose Place. I'm not sure which one Luke Perry was on. Because Luke Perry was in. 90210. Uh, so, but Melrose Place Rose. was it was a spinoff of uh, 90210. So they did appear in Melrose Place. So, you know, Luke Perry's in both of those shows, so... I'm like, they're doing a big soap opery thing, and I'm like, I'm just, I just don't care. I'm just, it's not for you, Paul. It's yeah, 
It's got the one kid from uh, Sweet Life with Zach and Cody, but he's not being sweet at all. Mr. Mosby's not there. He's being a jughead. Was no? Was there a moose? Uh, maybe. I don't remember. It's been years. Maybe. 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 But, uh, uh yeah. What news did you have? I mean, oh, uh, <clears throat> the, there's rumor that the new the Batman movie is going to have a spinoff coming to HBO Max, and it's going to be a television show. Uh, like a kind of a deep look in the underseated the uh, corrupt world of Gotham City Police. Oh, Gotham. No, no, because Gotham focused on the villains and their, like, coming of age and telling their backstories. This is going to focus on the police. Well, this is, it's in set in the world of Matt Reeves' Batman that we're not going to get for a while because they, they're not shooting it right now. But it's going to be in that world, mm-hmm. um, which makes, which I think they pretty much said, like, that show and Matt Reeves' Batman are set aside, and they're not in the same world as like um, Gal Gadot, uh, Wonder Woman, and those. It's not set in that that world. Um, yeah, I I'd like to see where it goes. I'd like something a lot more like Gotham PD, the comic book, because I really enjoyed that comic. Yeah, if they're able uh, to capture that. Gotham Central, like feeling. Sign me up. Like, I don't know if they'll be able to do that because I think what I really liked about Gotham Central is the fact that they had characters that I knew and liked already, like Renee Montoya and Christmas Allen appearing in it. And then it's like, oh, well, you get. It's not a Batman comic book, but you know, one of my favorite arcs is like, oh, a kid turns up dead in the streets. He's wearing a Robin costume how do we know this isn't the actual Robin? Like the teen Titans are appearing like, no, like we, we don't know that kid, but are they lying? Like I like how it tied into the DC universe at the time. I enjoyed like the first couple seasons of Gotham. I didn't keep up on it. I fell off of it, but I liked that kind of street level building everybody up. Like you see, you know, the Riddler as like the weird creepy forensics guy, you know, Oswald Cobblepot kind of coming to power. I just didn't keep up watching it. And then from what I kind of saw from the seasons after I stopped watching, I was like, oh, they Sabrina. I, I didn't need to see anything else at that point. You know? So that's going to HBO Max, and it's not going to go to DC no, Universe at all. At all. <clears throat> no, and, I would uh, assume, I'd assume that DC Universe is pretty much dead because they've, pretty much ported everything that was a hit from that show or that paid service over to the Max paid service. So Harley Quinn, the animated show, is going to HBO Max. Uh, but Season Stargirl, 2 of uh, uh, Season 2 of um, Doom Patrol is on Max. Stargirl so, is moving to CW. Which I thought, I didn't realize it was a DC show. I thought it was always CW because it seems so kind of in that corner of like the programming block that I didn't know where it was. I thought it was CW. Uh, 
I think you can watch it. On, I think, strangely enough, I think you can watch it on like the CW website. Interesting. So I'm going to double check that while we talk about other news, if there is any. Right. I don't think we. Yeah, I don't think we had anything else. Had any? <clears throat> oh, guys! Big news from uh, Dave Filoni. Oh, the Bad, Bad Batch. Batch! Come on! Yeah. I almost forgot. I talked, like, to, I talked to a, a guy at work for like a half hour about it. I'm like, there's, I forgot there's definitely some Star Wars news. Um, I'm forgetting. I'm forgetting it. And yeah, no, yeah, I forgot about that because I still haven't gotten up. I haven't had a chance to watch any more Clone Wars. So, yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah. Oh, yes, he can watch the pilot. Uh, actually, it looks like he can watch all the episodes so far of uh, Stargirl on the CW. But yeah, Bad Batch, you can, you'll can you be able to watch in 2021 on uh, Disney+. Plus. That's a good, is that going to keep your subscription going? Is this a... Uh, I mean, I think even without this, I've enjoyed Disney+. Plus. I think the money that I paid for because I did the pre-buy thing, I forget how much I spent for everything. It's been worth it. Mm-hmm. I mean, and not even just considering that I was quarantined and stuck inside for almost three months. Like, just the content that they have on there, I really appreciate having it available. Like, the other day I got home, sat down, I watched Hamilton again. Like, I've watched it six times now. Like, I'm glad that it's there. I mean, even some of the weird random stuff. Like, we put on the cat from outer space the other night as we were, like, <laughs> sitting down to, like, eat dinner, right? There's like weird stuff that I wouldn't watch if I had to seek it out, but the fact that it's there, like I'm putting on even the uh, Frozen behind the scenes docuseries that they put out, really interesting watch. And I like Frozen too. I've watched the movie maybe like two or three times now. I think I liked the making of series more than the actual movie, just to see everything that goes into it. Yeah, I've seen Frozen uh, yeah. two twice. And- I I have a, a small child that they love Bluey. Uh, I was just talking to my wife like we couldn't have gotten from six month old Grayson to one year old Grayson without the Muppet Babies on Disney Plus because at some points that was the only th- the only thing that could calm that kid down. So it's like yeah no we're we're <laughs> we won't be getting rid of it. Um, but yeah, he he loves Bluey. Um, it's something we watch every day with him. Uh, I, yeah, I do not know what it is. Wait, wait, are you thinking Louis C.K.? No, it's Louis? called Bluey. It's called Bluey. Louis. Uh, it's a family of dogs. Uh, okay. The dad, there's a dad, a mom, Bingo, which is the older sister. Uh, no, Bluey, the older sister, and Bingo, the younger sister. It is the cutest show. I th- I think it's great, and uh, my son loves it. They're only like seven to ten minute long episodes, but they're really great, cute episodes. I I'd recommend them because they're actually really good, and there's a lot of good jokes in it. Like my pa- my my dad and his girlfriend had dinner with us tonight, and they um they stuck around. We put Bluey on because it kind of helps before going to bed with Grayson and like at one point my dad laughed out loud and he was like I wasn't expecting that like it's a good it's a good show I enjoy it's one of the, 
It's one of the few cartoons that I watch with my son over and over again that I'm like, I like this. And I'll go like, oh, I haven't seen this episode. There's only so many episodes on there. And every, every once in a while I catch one that I haven't seen. It's good. So that takes us into the queue, huh? Yeah. Uh, yeah. What about John, John's about picking Batch? more Bluey. Did we, did we actually talk about the Bad Batch at all? Like what it is? No, where, where we, it's at? we didn't. No, well, I haven't, watched, I haven't watched any of uh, the final oh, season of Clone Wars, so I'm, I don't have all the information on the Bad Batch. The Bad Batch is a batch of clones that didn't turn out quite where they were. They were experimental in the cloning process. They decided to up some traits, lower some other traits. So it's basically a like black ops group of clones uh clone troopers and they all have their special skills so think of the one's good at, yeah, yeah like one's good at like espionage one's good at like bombs one's good at this one's huge and it's just like a tank of a man you know it's the classic uh rpg setting you got your you got your range melee your uh range your melee your uh tank class and, uh, yeah, this is going to be set, apparently, after the events of Return of, or, uh, Revenge of the Sith. So I think it'll be interesting to see what happens with this group of clone troopers as the clones are kind of dissolved. And what happens to clone troopers after a war is over. Because there's that great, uh, scene. Ah, Chris, you haven't seen it! I'm not there, I'm not there, sorry. Alright, well, I'm sorry, a little bit of a spoiler. That's I'm okay. not going to... It's there's a great scene between Ahsoka and Rex saying, "Hey, the war seems to be like it's coming to an end," and Rex is like, "Yeah, us clones, we have mixed feelings about that. You know, we were born for this war. What what happens to us afterwards?" So I would be I would be only interested in the Bad Batch if it actually explores that. You know, what happens to the soldiers when they come home, and what happens to soldiers that have no home. Yeah, I think they're going to become mercenaries and they're going to do cool jobs and they're going to be like the A-Team. <laughs> well, if you can find them and you're desperate. Yeah, okay. I didn't know what else is, is said in that intro for the A-Team. That's, that's pretty good. They pilot a tank. Uh, I haven't watched the show since I was a kid. And I haven't but seen we- the movie since uh, that Christmas at Randy's. Right. I saw that uh, at the drive-in. It wasn't a bad drive-in movie. Yeah, it seems like it would be a good drive-in movie. Yeah, it's a fun movie. They play the shell game with, like, shipping containers somehow. They <laughs> like, do. Yeah. That's all I kind of remember. Yeah. It's, a, it's a movie all about steaks. Mmm, steaks. <laughs> Making me hungry. Uh, I'm just going to take a... For, hungry for what we're watching coming up in the queue, <laughs> because we're not doing the list since there's no comics coming out we want to read... July 22nd, 2020. Uh, And I'll start this off. Um, My wife and I just started watching Ozarks. Um, We're two episodes in. I'm uh, fully invested in... There's three episodes on Netflix. There's going to be a fourth season. I really, really like it. Um, it, This stars uh, Jason Bateman as a... uh, money cleaner for uh, a Mexico um, 
the second largest Mexican drug cartel. He cleans their money. His partner, uh, his partner was skimming some money and talking to the FBI and is killed. And Jason Bateman trying to save his, his and his family's life say that he can make $50 million or $500 million. I forget exactly what with this plan that he has in the Ozarks because they have all this room for, um, they have more coastline than blah, blah, blah. I, I, I don't know. Uh, but he's got this plan that he bullshits to the cartel and the guy gives him a chance. And it's all about him going to the Ozarks with like zero prospects, zero anything. But all he's trying to do is save himself and his family. And it's really good. Jason Bateman directs, um, I think he directs a good handful of the episodes and is so far is doing an excellent job. It's a well-received show and I'm looking forward to, uh, finishing it off. Like, uh, it's great. I, I really enjoy it. First episode had me hooked. Paul, uh, I'll go, uh, Kate and I, you know, we watched Hamilton, not six times, Chris. It's just, it's but. so easy to put on. And then I can just like clean or play games on my phone and then pay attention to the songs or scenes that I like. And then just kind of like, all right, I'm going to go make dinner now. Oh, it's, it's great for background stuff. Yeah. I, I Le- will agree. Yeah. Last week I was cleaning the living room and I, I had it on. Uh, but Kate was like, uh, you know, I often I'm scrolling YouTube and putting that on our uh, main television. And Kate's like, oh, I wonder if they have anything, like, about Hamilton on Drunk History. And sure enough, they did. And, uh... Manuel Miranda. (laughs) He's talking about it, and he actually did that show before Hamilton, like, was a thing, I think. Yeah, he was still writing it. Chris told us that last recording. Oh, (laughs) And, uh... I don't remember, and I didn't edit that part out, so apparently it's there. Uh... (laughs) There we go, and Kate and I have been watching some of those, and Kate listens to um, the History Chicks podcast, and so there's a lot of, uh, like, the, you know, uh, woman-led stories on drug history that Kate will be like, oh, pause it here, I know more about this, and she comes up with some really uh, interesting, cool facts, so it's a lot of fun, they're like six, seven-minute segments, Uh, but we've been uh, kind of burning through those, so. Uh, really enjoyable, enjoyable. Wanting, to, looking forward to watching more. Yeah, uh, Caitlin and I, I think we watched everything that was on Hulu at the time, and I think there's probably like a season that we haven't done that uh, we're definitely looking to. F- we every once in a while we'll just start putting it on, and then we we just binge it. So it's, yeah, yeah, that's great. They're fun, quick watches. Yeah, and it's funny too. You know, it started as a small segment on Funny or Die. Kind of like uh, Adam ruins everything on Cracked. Yeah. Yeah. Which I don't even know that's around anymore. It's on True TV. Uh, I don't know if there's I don't know if think it's... new episodes, though. Because like, he was doing a podcast, and then he jumped to do a different podcast. Where it's kind of the same thing, where he was just talking to experts in their field. And then, like, that podcast moved to something else, and I haven't been able like to follow it. 
I think it. Ch- I think it did. Like the format of it changed a bit from just Adam ruins everything to like Adam explains everything. I don't know something like that. Carissa explains it all. So Chris, yes, not Clarissa. You. Chris, this time. Chris, what are you looking forward to? I'm on a top soap point now, you guys. Um, I'm actually looking forward to something coming out on Disney Plus as well, uh, and this is going to be featuring someone in one of the episodes who appears in a drunk history, uh, Aubrey Plaza. And this is the upcoming Muppets Now. Uh, this is debuting July 31st on Disney+. Plus. It's going to be a series, six episodes, but each episode will be broken into three segments. Uh, unscripted comedy series starring the Muppets and various guest stars over the episodes. Um, I don't know, I've always loved the Muppets more than some other people that we have on the podcast, Paul. Uh, I'm excited that they're going to be getting their time to shine again. Uh, and I'm going to do this some, is their... I'm going to do ahead, some prep ahead. work. I'm going to I'm going to start checking out all that Muppet stuff because I've seen all those movies before, but it's been a while for a lot of them. So I think I'm just going to go back through and like, you know, when I'm home eating dinner or like just hanging out, run the Muppet movie or Muppet Take Manhattan. You know, why not? They're there. They're they're a great background, a great background movie to watch. Is this their fourth resi- resi- uh, Muppet Renaissance since we've been on the show, though? Like, <laughs> well, they did the the Muppets, which was a fantastic movie. Then they did Muppets Most Wanted, which was the sequel. Not great. It's charming. Uh, and then they did the Muppets they, docuseries, which I think is fantastic. I don't think it that is, gets enough credit. I actually I, I, was, I sat down and watched it with my seven-month-old son, and we both really liked it. <laughs> well, because he was like, when, when are they going to be the babies, Dad? Uh, and then they announced they were going to be doing a different Muppet series on Disney Plus that didn't happen. Uh, but then it became Muppets Now, uh, directed by Kurt Thatcher, who actually was like a creature supervisor for ILM and worked on like Return of the Jedi. So, yeah, I don't know. Well, love me some Muppets. Well, before that, the first renaissance and why I kind of kid around about it was because the Muppets had that one Christmas special that was premiering on, like, ABC. And that same year, they announced the Muppet stamp, like, for as a oh. Christmas, the Christmas special well, stamp. Well, the Muppets have and always... that's when you said, was like, oh, so the Muppets have already been around. And I'm like... Oh. I mean, they, they've been, they like, have always been around. Because even, just like... Culturally relevant. <coughs> They were doing those ABC movies. They 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 did have stuff constantly coming out. You just weren't watching them. Even on like their YouTube channel, like they put out it's yeah. like you know quick clips, you know every like couple of weeks. But some of them caught on, went like big. They went viral. But yeah, a lot of it's just they're always there, always uh, around you. I enjoy watching with Grayson uh, Jungle Boogie with Sam the Eagle and. Uh, Dr. Teeth and electric Mayhem. It's great. I still need to go uh, to the Regal Eagle Smokehouse at Epcot and have Sam Eagle's Barbecue. Yeah, but you don't need to do that anytime soon. Nope. But you know what (laughs) I do need to do? Get another beer. Get another beer. Hey, and I grabbed my next near beer, and this is from BrewDog, not Doghouse Brewery. I don't know where I got that from. Uh, this is their nanny state. This is uh, a near beer that contains less than 0.5% alcohol by volume. Um, 
And this is supposed to be kind of like a pale ale. Uh, it's just a hoppy ale. Yeah, a hoppy ale. It's okay. It's it's very reminiscent of uh, Running Wild from uh, Athletic Brewing. Like, I would put it right up with that. Like, if these two are both on the shelf next to each other, it's going to be price point. It's the only difference that I'm going to look at. Um, I enjoy this. This is nice. Got a good hop flavor without any kind of weird sweetness to it. Um, yeah, it's enjoyable. It's it's easy to sip on and drink. It's decent. It's it's not complex. It's not asking uh, you yeah, know, I, to find any rich flavors. But I, th- I think they're... I mean, like, they're, they call it a hoppy ale. They also have their, um, they're kind of, they have a West Coast IPA as well, which is what, their junk or whatever, and then they have their hazy AF, which is going to be yeah. more probably what you're, you're probably looking for. There is, when you first take a sip of it, uh, if you haven't had a sip in a while, there is that bitterness that attacks kind of your back palate, which I am enjoying. It's almost like a, kind of like a, it's not a coffee flavor, but you know that bitterness you get from coffee? Just yeah. the bitterness? Yeah, that. Like the coffee ground kind of thing. Um, yeah. Chris, what are you drinking? Uh, I am drinking another guava-based beer, and this is coming from Collective Arts Brewing. Uh, this is their Guava Goza. Uh, an ale brewed with guava, coriander, and lemons, a little Himalayan salt. Uh, 4.9% ABV. It's good. Uh, I can't say I like it more than Stone's Notorious POG. I I could drink a couple of these, but if I see the two of them like both on tap next to each other on the shelf next to each other, I'm I'm gonna get the the Stone one more. And this, I mean, the Stone's got more going on too. It's got the orange. It's you know, it's got the other flavors going with it. This does, I mean, they both have nice guava taste of it. I do get a little bit of that, like, that Himalayan salt like kind of like dancing on my tongue afterwards. But at that point, I have to compare it to something like the the Green Zebra from uh, which one Founders. 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 Like, that, that gives me a little bit more of that salt. Or even the what's the 21st Amendment one? Oh, it's They're sour? Maybe I'm thinking of a different brewery. I think you're thinking, uh, yeah. Because they do a watermelon, but it's more of a watermelon wheat beer. Gotcha. I had something else that was like a oh, like a goza with, like, a fruited goza oh. with, like, salt. And I get more like the salt from that. And my, oh, oh. Duclaw? Um, sorry, what was that, Paul? Was it Duclaw? No, uh, the Elysian, the Salute the Sun. Okay. Uh, that's yeah, what I'm that's thinking. A, sorry. The salted, uh, the salted lime. Yeah, like the lime, like the black salt. That I get more of like the salt on it, like because they had those with the uh, the margarita beers that I was doing back when I had Masagapi for the first time. Um, even that I would probably take over this one just because it's a better melding of flavors. It's not bad. I think it's still great um, as something just to have and like sample. But man, if I get if I have to pick a guava beer, notorious POG. Really John, good. what are you what are you drinking though? I'm actually drinking this beer. Oh, yeah, they're just throwing cans at us. <laughs> just throwing cans. Uh, I'm drinking another uh, Voodoo Ranger. This is their Juicy Haze IPA. Uh, this is something that they released in uh, Tallboy four packs. Then it went to six packs. And now it's only in uh, the Voodoo Ranger variety pack. 
Um, and this is a really good, juicy, hazy IPA. This is probably, Paul, uh, two steps down from Juice Bomb. But it's... Nine, it's nine ninety nine. It was nine ninety nine for six six pack, and for a brewery that doesn't do hazy IPA, it's mm-hmm. a good mass produced hazy IPA. Um, I like it. I think it's a great beer in that pack. I think paying seventeen ninety nine for a twelve pack and getting the experimental. And the Juicy. They also have their regular Voodoo Ranger, which is just kind of more of a West Coast. And then they have their, um, I think it's a Passion Fruit IPA in it as well. Um, It's a really nice pack. The beer I'm drinking now, which is the beer I'll talk about later, is uh, even better. Um, But I, I would have said before I had the beer I'll talk about later that Juicy Haze IPA might be the one of the best beers next to Fat Tire that New Belgium makes. And Fat Tire is just a great year-round drinking beer. Like it's just a good drinking beer. I don't th- I think I would take it over any kind of just regular beer. It would probably be the king of bargatory in a sense, yeah. but I mean, it's either that or Boston Lager. You know, it's yeah. anyone's game at that point. But no, I would no, clearly uh, that's a joke. So <laughs> that to be stated on the record, I was joking. Uh, but yeah, I think that's going to make it into my quiz. <laughs> <laughs> the King of Purgatory. Oh shit! Which one did I pick? Did I say, Bo- did I say Boston Lager? Yes, yeah, I think I said Boston Lager. Right? <laughs> Who did? Uh, uh, that would be awful if but, we had to remember things we said on the show. Yeah. Uh, but super, super crushable, 7.7%. Oh, man, somebody should do a trivia where it's our episode titles and who who said it. <laughs> you actually that, that, went back and researched that once, John. I did do it once. I did, uh, yeah. And, Paul, you won. Yeah. I think it was like uh, Chris had 11, I had 10, and Paul had like 23. It was <laughs> something crazy like that. I mean, I don't know if that's actually winning because we just pick like the dumbest <laughs> thing that someone said during the episode. Can you count that as a win? Uh, Paul Paul Rudd's Rudd. Yeah, he can. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. So yeah. yeah, I guess we that's, could go into dramatic fear. reading. I think we need to just go into dramatic reading, and now. A dramatic reading from Planetary, Volume 4, page 59, panel 2. No need to panic. The effects will last only five minutes, and you will hear my voice throughout. I'm not sending you down there alone. And that was a dramatic reading from Planetary, Volume 4, page 59, panel 2. Sorry, I was still on Paul's account from when we did uh, Look Back. So I just scrolled down, down, down. And then I just I literally just tapped, tapped, tapped. Well, I didn't even know you owned Planetary. Hey, I didn't know I had Planetary, so that's awesome. <laughs> I mean, you probably have at least four volumes of it. Which I think there's only like five, so... 
probably I think, own all of Planetary. I think it was one of those times where we we like we were talking like, oh, Planetary was so good, and you went, "Do mm. I own it? Mm, let me see. I don't. Oh, it's on sale right now. Oh, I buy. I'll buy all of them. I'll buy it. Yeah, Let's that tracks. Mm-hmm. It's a, it's a great I, series. I I really dug it. I have to say that dispensary seems like really nice and just customer focused. Yeah, customers first. Uh, but that's going to take us over into our main topic, and this one is uh, our our trivia night. And this is the last trivia night done by just one of us. From now on, when we do a trivia night, each one of us is going to bring our own segment uh, for the night. So this is mine. Uh, I have three different parts. I have the guys, because I can see them, uh, I'm going to have them write down the answers. So there's not going to be any buzzing in because that so seemed to be slightly a get, problem. Should I upgrade from my pen to a marker? No. Will that make it easier to see? I think you'll you be fine. Yeah, you can read this. I, basically, you need to hold it back. Yeah, yeah you're fine. Yeah, we'll figure it out. Um... So there's going to be three different... Uh, I got three different games for us. Ooh. They're games, not quizzes. Yeah, yeah quizzes. Ooh. Uh, so this is going to be... I'm going to have you guys... This is going to be true or false. This game is called... Uh, true or false. Why you being so cagey? Are these facts about Nicolas Cage true or falsy? I like it. True or falsy, I like it. Uh, so please right, put I'm just going take, to take... Now are we writing this? Uh, I'm going to read you. I'm going to read you... <laughs> Saver Gene? That was your anagram for Avengers. Saver Gene. <laughs> uh, so why don't you have uh, a piece of paper that says true, one that says false, and... Uh, and then just hold it up when you think this fact is true or false about famed actor Nicolas Cage. True. There you go. True. False. False. I'm still. I need to make my paper. Still, I only have to pull them out of my hey, notebook. This is why Paul does the editing. He can. He can take care of it. Nope. Leave it in. Ooh, the white balance is going to be a while. There you it go. Takes a second. Nice. True. true. You know, you could have just nice. ripped one of those pieces of paper in half and wrote true and false. Or I got all this paper. I got yeah, it. I have a whole, I have a whole Avengers notebook. I might yeah. as well. <laughs> there you go. You could have saved that paper. Saver Jean. Saver Jean. Saver Jean. <laughs> I like how we all took a drink after Saver Jean. Hey, it doesn't the, matter. Is that the new toast? It's a new toast. Uh, goodbye, itchy, itchy, itchy. It's oh, I still, oh, no, I've started doing itchy, itchy, itchy with my friends down in Florida. Because like, whenever we go somewhere, I'm just like, itchy, itchy, itchy. And I, I told them the story. I don't think they found it as funny as we <laughs> find it funny, but we do it. And that's all it comes down to. You got to know Ed. Yeah, Ed's so great that, you know, just yeah. knowing him makes the story better. It's a great it's a great story that we won't tell on air. I think we've told no. it on air. Pretty sure, yeah. All right. Are you guys ready for question one? Oh, let me get my yeah my book. My okay. All about Nick Cage. All Nick so Cage. So this is a true fact about somebody else. Then it's false. Correct. Okay. Unless Nick Cage is also done. 
that thing. Oh, what if Nick right. Cage is two different people? He's done it all, though. What, so if there's, what if there's another guy named Nick Cage? What if there's a time loop and Nick Cage is actually ruling in hell at the same time she's hanging out with her? Oh, I mean, he was the Ghost Rider. He did drive angry. All right. So you guys could – this is uh, a way also that you guys could tie the entire game if you guys got your points right. Because you're both going to get a point if you get it right. Mm. So, well, we all right. Tie. We can be tied at fun to fun. In 2013, China gave Nicolas Cage an award for being the best actor in the world. He won the best global actor in motion pictures. I'm, I got my answer. I, I, I'm ready. Do I have to do a count every time? I, when I, don't I finish know. I the thing. Just, just hold your you answer finished, up. Yeah. Oh, so it's gut reaction. Yeah. Okay. In three, two, one. Chris froze oh, on. Chris me. might have paused. No, I'm just holding it. Chris might have paused. Oh, you froze. Am I frozen? Can you hear I was me? Just thinking. I can hear you, Chris. We can hear you. I can't see you. I'm holding up the one that says true. I can see both of you guys. Yeah. Because I think Nick Cage has probably done enough movies that they would show in China, and they would just think, this guy's got it. Oh, my gosh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now we see it, yeah. Chris. There you go. Okay. All right. It is true. Hey! Good on him. Itchy, itchy, itchy. Point, point, point. How do you do? That's point. Nicholas Cage. There you go. Nicholas Cage sued Kathleen Turner for saying that he stole a dog. That's a crazy story. It's it's good. Uh, it is true. Uh, on the <laughs> in Kathleen Turner's memoirs, she said that on the set of Peggy Sue Got Married, that he stole a dog. All right. Nicholas Nicholas Cage claims that he has slept with a ghost. (laughs) That is false. I made that up. What? (laughs) I'm going to Google that right now because I'm sure I can find it in his Wikipedia. If you told me, hey, Chris, name a celebrity that you think has slept with a ghost, it would be Nick Cage. Wow. I, I'm sorry, I'm waiting for some writer. sort of like like explanation that's like, no, he distinctly said he will not sleep with ghosts. <laughs> like I don't I don't know what I'm waiting for. I guess next question. When he was sixteen, this is Nicholas Cage, he worked as an assistant to a lion tamer. Oop, Paul got the point. He said false. Oh, really? Uh, oh, I'm sorry, I was still looking. Okay, so Nick Cage bought a, a supposedly a haunted mansion. Paul, I'm Paul, pretty sure. Why are you looking up facts? You're cheating. Uh, no, I'm looking. I did a Google search for Nick Cage slept with ghost because I'm pretty sure he has. Paul, Paul's cheating. Okay. Paul, take cheating. away that point. Paul, <laughs> take away I'm that taking point. away that point. All right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'll do the research afterwards. Yeah. What was fact number two? Oh, he owns a circus? Is that how you do it? Why Why would you do that in the middle of a thing about him? Because I wanted to see if he slept with a ghost. Because we know Paul's a cheater. 
Nick Nick Cage once did mushrooms with his cat. That is true. His cat uh, ate half his bag of mushrooms. So he said, well, I can't let him do it alone. So he ate the other half of mushrooms. Uh, see, Nick Cage, ride or die. I like it. Uh, Nick Cage will be buried in New Orleans. He had a pyramid constructed, and he will be buried in the famous... Uh, Lafayette Cemetery. Lafayette Cemetery. It is true. You can look up. Don't get. I'm sorry. I knew that fact. Everybody. <laughs> don't give me the point, though, because I think I learned that because I learned that he bought that haunted mansion down in New Orleans. I don't deserve that. Point. I'm going to give you. I'm going to give you the point. No, no right. I think I don't. All right. Nick Cage paid a small fortune. $500,000, half a million dollars, to a group of adventurers who had plans on how they could catch the Loch Ness Monster. Paul gets the point. It really? is false. It was, see, it was it was a naval-type uh, question, and I know John will always lie about stories out to sea. <laughs> That could be true. Uh, Did you just imagine the headline, though? Like, Nicholas Cage-funded expedition discovers Loch Ness Monster. Like, I would sign on board for that. Like, that's... That's it. Nicholas Cage was a producer on the Dresden Files TV show. I've never watched it. That's not true. Paul, Paul got the point. It is true. Because it wasn't a good TV show. <laughs> People I, say, I don't know what that you know, has like to my, do with anything, Paul. My, my, my family likes the book series quite a bit, and they hated the television show. They're like, this is it. Uh, Nicholas Cage's memoir is called You Cannot Cage What Is Meant to Be Free. He wrote this blindfolded. <laughs> <laughs> so he said it could connect him to his memories. It is, it is false. You both get the point. I, I was like, yeah, this is all same. And then he said, Blind, yeah, wrote blindfolded. Bi- blindfolded. And I'm like, false. All <laughs> uh, right. Nicholas Cage only eats animals based on the way that they have sex. It is true. What? He will only eat animals that he deems have sex in a dignified manner. How, how does Nicolas Cage have sex? I'm sorry if I'm getting ahead in the quiz. I don't, you know, I don't want to spoil anything. Paul, don't Google Paul, stop it. Googling it. Stop typing it in. Chris, I know how he has sex. It's with ghosts. Everybody knows it. It's angry. It's we saw it in Drive Angry. He shoots people. Nicolas Cage once had a mime stalker. A mime stalker? Stalker. Uh, as in, like he's the, a stalker who was a mime. Oh, so Chris gets the point because he said true. Nicolas Cage had a mime who came to every set for a movie. He came every outdoor one and performed. 
basically for it's a, for him. It's a good thing they had those invisible walls up to protect it. Unfortunately, the mime just used a rope and climbed right over it. <laughs> oh shit! It's connected to a piano. It's crushing you. Nicholas Cage shut down production of Season of the Witch to have the ending rewritten because he had a dr- because of a dream he had. That is false. I made that up. I don't remember that movie, and we went to see it. <laughs> it was a bad movie. I don't remember, it, and we went to see <clears> it. Was he a knight? That he was like a he was a knight. He was a times? knight templar with uh, Hellboy. What's his name? Ron Perlman. Ron Perlman. Ron Perlman. And then yeah. they met a young boy uh, who was played by. Um, What's his name from the like the first two seasons of Misfits? The guy who couldn't die. Uh, yeah, I know, I know who you're talking about. Like, but yeah, I can't, he's in. Um, can't he's in the um, Gerard Way TV show. He plays one of the characters in that. Anyways, uh, Nicholas Cage had a pet octopus, and he got said octopus because he said that it helped him acting. It is true. Neither one of you get the point. It was a naval style. Nicolas Cage believed this octopus helped him act. Uh, That's something fishy about him. Nicolas Cage once slept in Dracula's castle. It is true. When he was in like Romania on the set of Ghost Rider 2... He showed up on set, and Ibis Elbra was like, man, you look like hell. And he said, yeah, I just slept in Dracula's castle. <laughs> so he didn't really sleep in Dracula's castle. It was like the ruins. Busy boning all the ghosts. Because there's, there's, there's no beds. It's just stakes up front. Nicolas Cage once spent $276,000 on a Tyrannosaurus skull at auction but then had the skull taken away because it was stolen. It is true. You both are correct. I was more correct because I knew that was true. Uh, well, I think I actually heard about that yeah. at um, on a podcast about like the economics of uh, digging fossils. Like, you know, how they get bitted Nerd. up and everything like that. Yeah, it was on a planet of money. Nicholas Cage once bought the most haunted mansion in the world so he could write a horror novel, but lost it in foreclosure before he could finish the novel. I mean, I know he already bought a haunted yeah. mansion because of Paul. And this, Paul, this is the one that I'm not giving you the point oh. for, <laughs> which actually ties you both up with 10 points, fun to fun. 10 points each for this round. <laughs> How many questions was that round? Because I was like, there's so many facts about Nick Cage. I was surprised. I'm guessing 15, 14, 15, 16. Okay. Wow. So I I, I fooled you on a couple, and then some were just, there's just so insane. But I mean, the ones that you fooled us on weren't outlandish enough to seem like, oh, well. Well, it's all the blindfold. I was like, all right. It was. It all could have been possible. Like it all, yeah. you could have told me it was all true. It would have been like, oh well, yeah, that tracks. Uh, so our next segment is called tag 
what's your movie slogan? I'm going to read you a tagline for a comic book movie. Uh, these comic book movies, I'm going to tell you, they start with the Blade movies and go to current times. So you don't have to worry about okay. any of like Batman Forever, or the Keaton Batmans, or uh, the Christopher Reeves Superman movies. But these are like uh, Superman with Christopher Reeves. You'll you you'll believe you can fly. Believe a man. All right. Do you want? I knew that one. For this one, do we have to write it down? Or yes. Just yep. I'm gonna have you. I'm gonna have you write it down. You can. So do we both go at the same time? Then? Yep. You're gonna go at the same time. Okay. Thank you. So I'm gonna. I'll give you a beat, and then when you have it, just let mm-hmm. me know, and you can hold them up. All right. So this one is. One man still has the edge. I'm ready. This man still has the edge. So I am ready. Fine. Am I, you might have explained that this this the movie that I wrote. Wait, we're naming the movie. We're just writing. You're just the writing movie, the movie. Right? The title of the movie. I'm re- okay. Taglines, often called slogans, are catchy, enchanting short phases used by marketers and film studios to advertise and sell movies, to create buzz, and to sum up the plot, tone, or themes of the film. Are you both ready? Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Yep. Man, Paul's got it. Blade 2. Oh! Still has the edge. Some of these are going to be tough. Some will be easy. This next one is easy. Justice is blind. It's my favorite uh, movie to watch during uh, the the romantic holiday of... uh... Yep. Daredevil. Valentine's Day. I couldn't think of the the word. My favorite Jennifer... Uh... What's her name movie? Jennifer Garner? Jennifer Garner. Yeah. I'm not a fan of 13 going on 30. Yeah, really? I was going to say, I was about to say, you know, 13 going on 30 is pretty strong. Yeah, it's pretty I'm a strong. fan. Judy Greer, Mark Ruffalo. Yeah, she's in everything, though, and she's always the same character. Dis- yeah, she's a little different than that. Okay. Discover an adventure in a league of its own. Superhero? Discover an adventure in a league of its own. Oh. Oh, I'm misspelling that. Yeah, me too. <clears throat> I'm not writing the whole thing anymore. I'm done. Correct. League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. I'm realizing now I could have just written down LXG. <laughs> you would have got The time has come for those who are different to stand united. Untied. Ready. 
Yeah. X. No, gentlemen, that is X3, X-Men United. What? The time has come oh, it's not for X- those I thought who X2 stand was... united. I thought it was oh, X2. No, it's, it is. I wrote down X-Men United. Yeah, I did X2. It is X3, X-Men United. Oh. What's X2 then called? Just X2? Maybe we'll find out later on this list. <laughs> <laughs> Should look that up on Google. This... <laughs> quick, quick, look up more facts about haunted houses. <laughs> this summer, Nick Cage has sex with ghosts. First result, Nick Cage bought a spent twenty three point four million dollars. He did buy the haunt. Oh, he did buy the most haunted mansion in the world, which was in New Orleans. This summer, a man will face his destiny. A hero will be revealed. It's like, it's like, can I get it one more time? Because that's like the most generic any movie. All right, I'll, I'll just do normal voice. This summer, a man will face his destiny. A hero will be revealed. I'm going with a gut gut check. Um, Paul's got his gut yes. going. Ready? Yep. Yeah. That is Spider-Man 2. Neither of you oh, are correct. Wow. I said Green Lantern. I went with Batman Begins. Yeah, I guess maybe I should have, <laughs> should have you say what you wrote. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, when we're right, we're fine. Yeah. It, it was just such a bare bones... It's yeah, yeah, like it's not tagline. I was like, it could be like any movie, not just superhero movie. It could just apply to anything. Yeah. All right, can we can we all come up with a better one for uh, Spider Man Two? This is the Tobey Maguire yeah. one, right? I he might not have enough hands to handle this situation, <laughs> but that would mean Doc Ock. Yeah, Doc Ock is coming. Spider Man Two. Uh, I don't know. Mm. What, what do you I have mean? a I have a nice cloudy brain from the. Uh, Three seven and a half percent IPAs I drank, so I'm not going to do that. But I will read the next one. Okay. Now listen carefully to this one. Catch her in IMAX. And did you both? I'm. <laughs> did you, I'm just like curious if this was actually an IMAX movie because I was like, Ugh. did you both write Catwoman? Yeah. Yep. All right. This came out in IMAX. <laughs> I guess so because you could catch her in it. No, we could catch, catch her. her. It, it it literally like it like it was spelled capital C A T. CH. I mean, lowercase ch. IMAX at one point was what 3D became, so they might have just been like shuffling anything they could out into it to just get that money. The final hunt begins. The final hunt begins. Final hunt. Final hunt begins. Twister. Twister 2? Electric Boogaloo? 
It's rumors that they're going to do another twist. Like it's a remake. Oh. <laughs> Apparently, Bill Paxton and Helen Hunt did not get along. I am vamping here, trying to wreck my brain. <clears throat> I'm, yeah, I'm trying to think of Ed. The hunt begins again. What is it? The final, the final hunt, hunt begins. begins. Final hunt begins. Oops. Um, that smell that right. Oh, gosh. Okay, Chrissy wrote down something. Then I'm going to just write down something. What top of mind? First thing that comes to mind. Read it one more time. The, f- the okay. final hunt begins. Uh, and I'm giving you five, I, four, yeah. three, two, one. Okay. Batman, Batman three. Chris got it with Blade Trinity. It's Blade Trinity. Wow. I was trying and to think two just Blade like, movies. I was not going back to Blade I, again. I told you, I, it started with Blade. I said it starts with Blade, goes to present. Starts with Blade, and ends with Blade. Bam. Boom. From the dark side to our side. Oh my ooh, gosh, ooh. sounds. Nope. Um, what's his name? Was it? Nope. Because that's not. When did that movie come out? I don't care. I'm writing it. From the dark side to, to our, our side. side. Oh wait, when did that movie come out? <laughs> Well, Paul, if if you think that you saw it with us, it's before Blade. <laughs> oh shoot! Before Blade? I, no, because I watched. I keep. It's after Blade. Yeah. I didn't hang out with you guys before Blade. Yeah. If you think it happened before Blade, it's not. You didn't see it with us. Okay. You guys ready? Yeah. Is your answer Hellboy? No, no I wrote Blade 2. <laughs> I wrote Spawn. Then I'm like, no. I, then I wrote Ghost Rider. I do remember that, though, because, yeah, like, because that one clicked in my brain. Like, I had heard that one before. I was starting with Hellboy. You can see the H-E. And I'm like, no, because <coughs> that came out Paul, before. every time you I'm were like, like no, wait. I was like, oh, Paul's got it. All right. No guts. No glory. What's a superhero that has no guts? Inside Act Boy. This might be a group of people in this movie. No guts. No guts. No Nickelodeon guts. Nickelodeon could show Lori leads a glory. I, I'll tell you this Will when Ferrell. I tell you when yeah. I tell you the answer, Paul. You're gonna you're gonna hate yourself. <laughs> it's it can't be, but it better not be. It better not be. Chris, why would why would Paul hate himself? Because I that's just a modus operandi for me. I wake up and I'm like, oh, what? Oh. I. I don't. I don't know. Did Did you boys write The Incredibles? No, oh. I wrote, I wrote Heavyweights because <laughs> I knew that was wrong, but I could not. 
really that was fantastic no guts no glory the incredibles the incredibles wow okay wow okay it's not that doesn't seem that doesn't seem fitting of the movie at all no i guess you're trying to sell it yeah it's not and i went with nick i was like nickelodeon guts nickelodeon kid show and i didn't i couldn't make that connection yeah Nickelodeon, they're all, Disney. Mine wasn't even a superhero movie, and it was from before the time period. I thought it was funny. They're all superhero. They're answer. all superhero movies. Yeah, I couldn't get. I would not have guessed Incredibles. Like, yeah, I, I when I saw that, I was like, "Ooh, this will this is definitely a trick question." But this one is not. It's not revenge. It's punishment. Ooh, but which one? I'm ready. Sorry. You're drawing the skull? No. Because I don't think it had a subtitle, but... Uh, I wrote The Punisher, the first one with Tom Jane. <laughs> there you go. You both finally got some points again. And you're okay. still tied with 15. All right. She's the last thing that stands between good and... And evil. She. Oh, really? <laughs> I wish people could see Paul, because he's like, thought process, I'm going to write that down. And then as soon as he looks down to write it, he's like, that's not right. And then he has that like epiphany moment where he's like, yes, I got it. And then he's like, nope, lost it. Can I get it one more time? Yeah. She's the last thing that stands between good and evil. Okay. You, you got it. You both I'm got it written down. Is it Electra? Is it Electra? All right. Yeah. Oh, I misspelled it. Because I couldn't, I couldn't get it. I wasn't sure. So my original answer was my <laughs> super ex-girlfriend. Yeah. No. Good. Wasn't that. Paul, look up the tagline for my <laughs> super ex-girlfriend. Well, just in case. Well, if he, just in case it's on the list. If he does that, he might see the tagline for four times the action, four times the adventure, four times the fantastic. Um, I, I'm going with uh, my gut here. There's no need for more. Oh, Chris, Chris wrote Electra. Fantastic Four. <laughs> it, That's why I cross out all my old answers. It is Fantastic Four. You both get a point. Sorry, guys. It's actually The Incredibles. Two tags. <laughs> Two of them. I've never seen them come. Ready for this one? This is a freebie. Yep. Discover the secret of the surfer. If you use your last answer, just put a two behind it. You got it. <laughs> Hold on. Is it Rise of the Silver Surfer? It is. <laughs> All right. So you both. <laughs> Wait, sorry. Am I, am I still writing it down? All right. You both. You both got it. <sighs> Fantastic Four Two: Rise of the Silver there Surfer. There you go. His curse will become his power. His curse will become his power. Ooh. 
I, I don't know if that's right, but I'm going to do it. Ready? Yep. What do we got? Blade Chris, two? Blade 2 was the Constant first time. one. It is not Blade 2. I'm going to keep guessing Blade 2, because they could all be Blade. It's Ghost Rider. Uh, oh! Oh, I went with Constantine. True. <laughs> True. <laughs> Saving the world is a hell of a job. Wrote it down early, and I crossed it out earlier. I'm putting it back in the game. Chris, I'm going to give it to Chris because it is Hellboy 2, The Golden Army. Nice. Paul just wrote Hellboy. Nah, I thought it was the original. Paul, wait a doubt. Just write Blade 2. (laughs) Paul, we, we already did the Hellboy tagline. Oh. Really? Yeah. Some of them could have multiples. You I don't know. You could be I, like that. Could I, be the... I thought about doing that because some of them do, yeah. but I didn't do that. Mm. All right. You'll like him when he's angry. Who? Which one? Ooh, I'm gonna go with the. <laughs> it really is fun to watch Paul because, like. He's like deep concentration. Then he's like, "I'm gonna write it," and then he stops and he goes back into deep concentration. I'm ready. I was ready. Okay. Going with the Incredible Hulk. Mm. I went with Hulk now, Angley. And I'm this going. is where Paul got it. It is Incredible Hulk. Oh. Thank you for with thank you North. for specifying, yeah, North, Chris. I. It, is broad. I wasn't sure. I was going with Norton. That's why I went with the Incredible. That's why I want heroes aren't born. Oh, oh sorry. I thought, I thought no, we were, we're not done. Because then you're like, this is where Paul gets it. Sorry. He- what was it? Heroes aren't born. No, they're built. Oh, jeez. Maybe. Maybe. You good, Chris? All right. We'll wait. For, Hold on, I got wait it for Paul. And is your answer Iron Man? Maybe it is. Oh. Paul wrote Inspector Gadget. <laughs> it is Iron Man. Iron Man. Oh, but Inspector Gadget is more built than mm. born. Protect the law by breaking it, and I. I this is uh I'm gonna you guys want the the big hint? Mm-hmm. Seth Rogan. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah would I would not have guessed this. No. Green, 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 green Hornet. That's it. <laughs> so I had to put... And and Paul Paul listed it. It is Green Hornet. I'm like it's green, green, green. Two more, Chris. Okay. Two more, Chris. Yep. Uh, yep. Ready. Revenge gets ugly. Revenge gets ugly. Revenge gets ugly. Revenge. Chris has got it. Waiting. Chris has got it. For Paul. Um, uh, I, I got it. I'm pretty I got sure it. we all saw it. this movie together, yeah. so... This is uh, this is one of the great times when Paul 
uh, turned. Fallout <laughs> <laughs> played two. Fallout played That's two. That's why I laughed. Well, the everybody. answer is Jonah Hex, <laughs> where somebody shit a bird out of their mouth. All right, this is the last one for the taglines. Are you boys ready? Yes. It's not the armor that makes the hero, but the man inside. I'm going with this number. Mm -hmm. He's got numbers. Chris, which number number are you going with? I'm going with this number. All right, let's see him. <sighs> Iron Man 2, boys. Really? Because all of Iron Man 3 was just about how it's like, no, it's me. Nope. Yeah, I'm the mechanic. Yeah. Did they did they build Iron Man 3 after like the tagline for 2? Because like, you know what, we really <laughs> should have focused on that more. Yeah. Christmas. We should have focused on Christmas. So we are looking at Paul has 20 and Chris has Chris 22. Hey. And, I also have a, another notorious POG because uh, this beer is fantastic, guys. Uh, and I'm almost done with my third beer, another Voodoo Ranger beer from New Belgium. And this is 1985 IPA. And this is a mango IPA. You can smell it. Smells hazy, and you can see. Can can you hold it up again? Sorry, that I, it's, couldn't, uh, I couldn't smell nice it. Nice hazy. Uh, and this. Oh, it smells yeah, hazy. Yeah, you yeah. Can tell. Uh, this beer is really quite delicious. Um, I like this beer a lot. I think this is one of the best beers that they've made, and uh, I really hope this stays around and is not just a summer beer because it is really, really, really good. So I only had the two beers tonight. I was going to make myself another mixed drink, but while we took our little soft pause, I was just like, no, you know what? I'm going to get another Notorious. Um, When I was going through my beer store, I actually did pick up both the beers I had tonight. I did see a bunch of like different Voodoo Ranger six packs available on the shelf. Is these, is this one available as just like a solo six pack? So this one is just a six pack and it's a yellow, yellow box. The the skeleton voodoo ranger is very eighties. He's got the glasses. He's got the checkerboard hat. He's got a cobra gotcha. coat, and it says nineteen eighty five on it. Because um, I didn't pay attention to any of the boxes, so I was just like, "Oh, it's all just different voodoo rangers." And then you said you were doing like the sample, and I was like, "Okay, well." So if that's the one to get, I will. I will go uh, buy it. It's tomorrow. it's real. It's super crushable. The mango there is. It's it's sweet. It's not like real like fresh mango. It's kind of like uh, I want to say like bubblegummy mango, but it's See, I like that because I don't like actual like the fruit mango, but if I have something that's mango flavored, I I'm all about yeah, it. Yeah, it's I I really like it. It's something that I could probably just sit down and knock back a bunch of them, but then you got to be careful because they're 6.7%, you know? Oh, wow. Um, but it's, it's really, it's really good. I, I really like it. Paul, uh, you got another NA, right? Yes, I got the, another one from Brewdog, and this is Hazy AF, non-alcoholic, near beer. 
Again, it's 0.5% alcohol by guys, volume. Guys, guys, should I uh, open a is... dragon's milk? <laughs> I mean, you can. The last time you did, you got super drunk and Caitlin was mad. Yeah, so... yeah, I probably shouldn't do that. And you were hungover. Do you have work no. tomorrow? No, no you don't I, work on Wednesdays. I, I, I am could. all alone with my son. I mean, it's... <laughs> oh, would, would you be opening a dragon's milk or would you be opening the s'mores dragon milk? Which I wanted to see if they had when I went to my... It would be the uh, the scotch-aged s'mores dragon milk. I'll save it for next time. Yeah, I'll see if yeah, I can find is, that one. See if it's available. I say this is... Hey, I, I only had a little bit left. It, it's hazy. Kind of yeah, if it's not cl- like that straw see-through it's mm-hmm. it's going to be considered hazy yeah it's it's nice it is um uh, a brighter hop flavor um it's not a it's got a little bit of the tropicalness at the back end uh it's yeah it's nice and light i do think i enjoy the nanny state just a little bit more because of that bitter bite to it this is just a lighter more refreshing this is the one that you would go to after a run or after uh mowing the lawn the hazy AF. Uh, if you wanted to sip on uh, something that kind of feels more like a beer, I think uh, Nanny State is the way to go. Um, but no, this is a nice, light, refreshing uh, hop, you know, hop kind of kind of drink. So, my original idea for our next segment was I was going to give you a character's full name. And then give you multiple choice on what the character the character was, the alias. But I didn't want to... I, after doing a couple of them, I was like, these are... It's too ridiculous because I'm going obscure. It wouldn't be fun. Mm-hmm. So what I settled on was Marvel Yes and Marvel No. I'm going to read you a quick little Where's my character false? name. And I want to say if uh-huh. it's yes or no is an actual Marvel character or one that I made up. So are we holding? Are we holding up our signs? Yes, again? it's just going to be yes or no. Okay. I need to or Marvel yes or Marvel no. I don't want that Marvel yes to sound like Marvelous. Marvel yes, Marvel yes, Marvelous, Marvelous. Oh, so I need to write Marvel yes, Marvel no. You don't okay, have to. You so can just you can just Marvel. write yes or no. No, no, I got to. Nope. 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 Made the rules, John. You made the rules, John. We're doing this for Thank you. Thank you. I'm this is for you, John. This is what you this never you. had. Then I make a face like the Tasmanian devil. All right. So I think... Just based off of, I'm assuming from a listener standpoint, once we hold up our uh, responses, I think we should say like, "Oh, I said Marvel." Yeah. No, like I said, I Marvel think so. Is. Just you know, okay. just to make it more listener friendly, because they can't see the yes. signs that John can see. When uh, we hold yeah, them up. I think that helps because it is a. Uh, it's our first time doing it where because yeah. we've re- and we are an audio podcast, and so this is going to be my Marvel. Yes, this is going to be my Marvel. No. no. This is yes. my Marvel no. no. Marvel yes. Marvel yes. Marvel no. All right. Marvel, no. Okay. The Phantom Eagle. Carl Kaufman, a 1940s flying ace who donned a costume to fight Nazis. 
Hmm. Marvel, yes. Marvel, yes. This is true. This is an actual character. Marvel, yes. Marvel, yes. Prime, a cosmic space avenger who fights space banshees from invading peaceful planets. Marvel, no! That is correct. The Lobo Brothers. Eduardo and Carlos Lobo are drug-trafficking mutant shapeshifters who terrorized New York City until Spider-Man put an end. Marvel, no! Marvel, yes. This is true. This is yes. Wow. As soon as you said, like, the Lobo Bros, I was like, oh, no, he's trying to... But then once you went into the story, I'm like, oh, no, this sounds... It says weight to it. Gremlin. This Hulk villain is the son of Soviet scientist, the Gargoyle. Marvel, yes! Marvel, no. I don't know enough about Hulk villains. This is Marvel, yes. Yeah, I'm glad you're stopping to say this is true or this is false, because I'm like, then I would just use my true or false ones. (laughs) 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 I just wrote it on the back, guys. The Sparrow. Tina Beeks uses her powers of flight and super strength to protect New York City alongside Spider-Man. Ooh. Marvel Ooh, no. This, Marvel, Marvel no. this is Marvel No. Is it the name Tina Beeks? Yeah, it was a little bit, I, a little bit too I on thought, the nose. I was like, man, this could be one that made you guys think, because it is... Well, when you said the Sparrow, I... For some reason, I went to like Black Widow territory. I envisioned it as like a spy character, and then like Ooh. once you were like Tina Beaks uses flight, I was like, I'm gonna say no. Ultra Force. This team of superheroes are from Earth nine three zero six zero, and is led by the Black Knight from Earth six one six. Other team members are Hardcase, Siren, Topaz, Prototype, and. Ghoul. I'm going to say Marvel Yes. Mar- yeah, I'm thinking Marvel Yes. Because that's a lot of work for John. It but it also sounded... Come up with all those it names. sounded familiar like I would have read about that on a Marvel trading card <laughs> in the 90s, but never like read any of it. But if I had gone to like a thrift store, I would have found like Ultra Force number like 8 in like the <laughs> middle of the pack between like Spider-Man and X-Men on the outside. Like the books that you want to read. And then you wind up with Ultra Force or Ravage 2099. The Horned Beast is a minotaur brought to life by Amor the Enchantress to fight Thor to the death. What's the name of him? The yeah. Horned Beast. The Horned Beast. Is it Marvel? This is a Marvel no. Okay. I, got, I just. I don't know enough about Thor. Red still got to make up two more on Chris. Red Jack, this former Avenger turned criminal, used playing cards as his calling until his death in Avengers Disassembled. No. Marvel no. Marvel no. This is Marvel no. It, You're trying to play on Jack, Jack of Hearts. Yeah, it Jack was. Hearts. Trying to fool you. You almost had me. I'm like, wait a second. No, that was chicken. But at the beginning, I was thinking, like, well, DC has the 
like Royal Flush Royal Gang. Flush. So I was thinking like, oh, well, maybe it's, it's trying to catch me on that. Comet Man. Dr. Stephen Beckley lost control of his spaceship and passed through the tail of a comet, giving him super strength and a healing ability. What's the guy's real name? Dr. Stephen Beckley. Beckley. I'm going to Marvel yet. Marvel yes. Chris is correct with Marvel no. Wasn't that the Gregory Hines superhero movie? (laughs) Oh, comet. No. Uh, I think he was called like I think he was just called the Comet. Okay, and it wasn't I, Gregory Hines, but it was another. Who was it? Who was it? I don't know. He was. I, I remember was seeing a, it on the back of comic yeah, books. He was a comedian. I can't think. I can't think of Plu- his name. Pluto Man. Are, are you thinking Pluto? No, that's Pluto Nash. Oh no. Okay, I'm conflating a lot of stuff right now. I don't know. Are we oh, all? What, I'm, I'm sorry. I need to. I, I, why is this in my head? Uh, this was me, a thing. Is it Meteor, Me- Meteor Man? Me- Meteor Man, not Comet Man. There Meteor we go. Man. Okay, who is that? Robert Townsend. Oh, yeah, I was I was not close. Never mind. What's the fuck? Was like a tap dancing? Like, okay, never mind. All right. Gregory Hines, he taught Sabian Glover how to tap dance. I, I didn't know that. Yeah. I don't know if that, that's not going to give me any points unless you have like a secret fourth category. Sesame Street stars hey, and who hey, taught them how to hey, tap You dance. got the point. Interloper, an eternal from Earth who lives as a hermit only to emerge to battle his nemesis, the Dragon of the Moon. Sorry. It is true. Marvel, yes. Okay. I... Do not know enough about the Eternal, so it sounded crazy enough to to be a thing. All right. So, Paul, you have 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 26, 27, 28. And, Chris, you have 31. 31. Hey. And that is... I'm just sad I lost as many of the Nick (laughs) Cage ones as I did, because I'm really let down by that. It all seems Good right. Job. And that was John's trivia. Hey. Hey. I like the trivia. So I, I'm excited to go into us all doing our own segments of the trivia. I've already started not writing mine, but kind of like game planning what I want to do for mm-hmm. mine. So I I think it'll be fun. It's not going to be so fact-based, yeah. I'll say that. Because my, my last trivia, I did like a lot of research for it. I don't want to do that again, guys. <laughs> I, d- I don't... I don't I was do in- much research for mine. I don't know if you guys could tell. It was... Uh, yeah, yeah. You know, I tried to do a lot of research. It's just my computer kept on it. Uh, yeah, and it, it didn't uh, help that you had to do one segment on the fly because Chris didn't read the books he was supposed to read. I thought I... That's not me. Uh... But if you enjoyed our trivia nights, if you have an idea for a trivia for us to do, let us know over on the Facebook. Rate and review us wherever you listen to us. It might help somebody find our podcast. Uh, Or just tell a friend. And as always, uh, thank you for drinking with us. Thank you for drinking with us.